born in the USA. I was born in the USA. I was born in the USA. I was born on the 4th of July. Or were you? July 2nd, July 4th, July 6th, or August the 2nd, the ratifications of the signatures of the Declaration of Independence from the writings of Thomas Jefferson and the printing of John Dunlap. Well, born this way. Well, that's what the LGBTQ MXZVBT Bob 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 says. Leave me alone. I was born this way. But it doesn't mean you should stay that way, does it? Where do we get our identity? Always trying to change our identity. Well, you need to, because you were born in a mess. The country was born this way. No, it wasn't. The country you see today is not the country it was in the day, particularly with millions of slaves, the majority from Africa, a few from poor white commoners of Britain. But at least the white commoners from Britain were treated with the citizenship rights of the empire, not the blacks. The country was born the industrial economic boom of the 16 and 1700s was on the back of other people's children, wives, babies, daughters, husbands, brothers, sisters, grandmothers, grandfathers. The ox and the cattle were treated more human than the people. That was the beginning of this colony from Britain, not so good, not so great. Men's fortunes greatly increased and in land amassed from the murdering, the desecration, the savage insult and disparaging of the indigenous people of this land who did not get in Indian canoes and travel across the Atlantic and rape the Irish or the British or the French or the Dutch or the Portuguese. They did that, or the Spaniards. No, they were minding their business amongst their own indigenous tribes across these Americas. Until you Euro, Euro barbarians came across the sea, manifest destiny in the name of God. That you transmuted, transgendered into something and morphed it into something that it was not. Not the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but the God of an empirical king who did nothing more than want power and would use any means, by any means necessary, to get it and form this colony formed and forged in hate, blood and sweat on the backs of other people, yet you are against sweatshops in the Philippines and Indonesia. I forgot about the sweatshop here. And the tens of millions of people raped, dragged, chained to serve your interests from the islands of the Caribbean to the eastern and Gulf seaboard of the United States. 
which are not so not so united. This is the wickedness of our land. This is the horror of this world, the hatred of God. All of you waving a damn flag. You don't even wave the cross in your heart. Forgot your history. Barely a country that's been around 200 years. There's people that are more than half the age of this country alive. 200 years, 200 and some odd years, 20, 30, 40, 50, whatever they say it is. You're not Israel. You're not Egypt. You're not China. You're not Russia. You're not England. You're not Germany. You're not France. You're not Spain. Oh, they've been around for a heck of a lot longer. Empires that have endured millennia. We're still a baby in our diaper experimenting with our democracy, which is why you get to fantasize about socialism. We don't know what we are. We don't know what we want to do. We haven't even gone through puberty yet. That's why we're in chaos, identity crisis, identity crisis. The states are divided, identity crisis. America what? North America, South America? Go to South America, Central America. They don't call themselves Americans. They call themselves whatever their country is. But we have no country. So we say the United States, which are not. Territories in the West that were taken over. What are we? A homogenized confederacy of people that came together and decided they wanted to go and piss on somebody else's land and call themselves something. Anything. Rebrand something. Now, it isn't yours to rebrand. Isn't England, England? Isn't Germany, Germany? The Isles of the Britain, the Roman Greek empires. What are we? That's why we're so confused. We don't know what we are, who we are. And we've got a whole mess of people still struggling over the psychosis of abuse and slavery. Women understand sexual abuse. They just released Bill Cosby. Then you tell black people to get over it. Well, you women don't get over it, do you? Still suffering. Try hundreds of years of psychotic suffering. Seeing our black fathers called boys when we walk down the street with them. Our mothers treated like whores. Churches and bombed like they are terrorists. You were the terrorists bombing the churches because somebody wanted to vote. Police action of dogs and batons on our mothers and fathers walking down the street to go to church or to walk in the front door of a restaurant or a school. Don't wave that flag. Repent and become a better nation, which we have, which we have. No thanks to you, but by the grace of God, those slaves should have given God the middle finger like most of you white people who do nothing but serve Ra and yoga and Hinduism and Buddhism, anything but God. But that's not what blacks did. They called on God. They didn't blame God. They blamed you. You were the one that did it, not God. Prayed and begged God for mercy. Asked God to intervene. And he did. The Southern Christian Leadership Conference. The abolitionists, by the way, White and black. 
those white Christians who decided that the other white Christians were using the Bible to enslave people and were getting it wrong and fought against their white brothers who wanted slavery as an economic fortune, wanted something better. A house divided against itself cannot stand. But at some point, you got to break it down and break up the foundation and start it all over. And there were white men and white women who had courage because they saw in the mirror what their race had done and wanted to right the ship. They joined the fight to set the wrong right and make it better for their brothers and sisters, for we all come from Africa. No man has the right to tell another man his right. That comes from God, not a constitution or a declaration of men's pens. And any time a man is writing a constitution or declaration, it must be in agreement with that which has already been set in place by that natural law of God. Written in the cosmos and the soul of all men and women. But we gave God the glory for how far we've come. Look how far we've come. And now, look at us today. What's happened? Now we want to go back and forget how far we've come. We've improved this nation. We've become better. The child labor laws. There aren't little boys and girls in a factory sweating when they're seven, eight years old in the factory. Women are able to walk down the street and have rights and be respected. Not diminished. Not tossed to the curve. Beaten at home by their drunken husbands. They're able to go and make a living for their children and for their family. Contribute like Proverbs 31. They are industrious women. Blacks and Mexicans and immigrants of which this nation is, apart from the Arapaho, the Cherokee, all of the other tribes of Indians, forgive me for not naming them all, but it's by the grace of God that we come here and put the people of this land on a reservation on their land, then bring people from another land to go to work for us, slave for us, and not pay them, and then tell them to get over it. But we've come a long way, and I got a lot of long way more to go, don't we? We're not where we ought to be yet, but let's stay on the path. We're on a journey. We got to fight against this identity crisis. Our children don't know what they are, or how could they? How could they know what they are after what you've done? Their parents and their grandfathers and their legacy. We've got a nation that overtax, overregulates, overfeeds. Monetize you, turns you into consumers. We must continue to do better and not use it as a political fulcrum for the Republicans or the Democrats, but for mankind in the image of God's kind. It's up to those of us who know the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Yeshua Messiah, to give our lives and lead this nation. The Christians, the believers in God, have always led this nation outside of the vote, outside of the political positions. We are the conscience of this country. And without the believers doing their part, this country has no future. Do your part. It's not in the halls of Congress. It's not in the White House. It's in your house. Do your part. 
in your community, in your home, raise your children to honor God. Not to be indoctrinated by the corporations and those that come from all over the world to piss on this land, to monetize it, destroy it, cannibalize it. For when a nation forgets its God, God forgets the nation. We've come a long way. With a longer way yet to go, the work has only begun. It is not finished. Do more. That's why Jesus said, be born again. Because you did have identity crisis. You weren't born right. You weren't born right. Tell the Lord that. I was born this way. Leave me alone. This is how I was born. Exactly, which is why you have to be born again. You were born in sin and conceived in iniquity. You were born with the seed of rebellion. You are a son of Adam. But the second Adam came to deliver you from the curse of the first Adam. That you might be all that you can be as you were created to be. You came with the manufacturer's warranty. And the manufacturers decided to take care of that warranty and guarantee it. He sent Yeshua HaMessiah, the Messiah, 